Cheers to you, and welcome to Season 2 of the Intelligent Intoxication Podcast. I'm your host, Terry Bradway, a former gifted and talented education teacher turned ICF certified life coach. Here's the thing, my friend. You're either lit up, alive, inspired, or fulfilled in your personal and professional life, or you're not yet. Season two is the stiff drink you need to distill out of your life anything that is currently diluting your most authentic, truest self. So consider this your personal invitation to an intentionally intoxicated top shelf life. Well, welcome. Hey, of course, this is Terry. And this is officially the first episode of season two of the Intelligent Intoxication Podcast. I am so glad that you're back with me. So here's the thing. Last season, I gave you so much knowledge and understanding regarding all things emotional intelligence, right? Self-awareness, self-management, other awareness, and relationship management. Knowledge and comprehension are phenomenal. However, until you actually start to apply what you know and understand in your life, things aren't really going to change for you. So season two is going to be a heavy hitter in terms of actionable steps to take and take right away. So let's get straight to the episode. If you are not lit up, alive, inspired, or deeply fulfilled in your life, it is likely due to these three things, okay? First and foremost, you are not making continuous progress in your personal and or your professional life, okay? The only way we make continuous progress is to challenge ourselves to squirm and do things we haven't done before, right? Move out of our comfort zone. The second reason that you may not be feeling lit up in your life is because you haven't yet identified your inherent gifts and figured out a way to utilize them to be of service, making a meaningful contribution to others, doing what only you can only do. And the third reason that you may not be feeling alive, inspired, fulfilled in your life is because you have yet to prioritize the pursuit of your passionate talents. Okay, so what do we do about it? Here's where we're going to start. I just stumbled upon, excuse me, an amazing book called The Big Leap. Okay. It's written by Gay Hendricks. Of course, I will include a link to the book in the show notes. It is a book I highly recommend that you read. And what he teaches related so beautifully to what I just shared with you about why I believe that you aren't feeling yet what you really want to feel in your life, okay? The author talks about four areas or zones of activities that we tend to operate in in our lives. I'm going to give you an overview, and then I'm going to tell you how they apply to you and what your work 
is if you really want to start making these actionable, measurable shifts, okay? Here are the four zones. The zone of incompetence, the zone of competence, the zone of excellence, and the zone of genius, okay? Let's break this down. The zone of incompetence, okay? You might hear that and you might feel a little triggered right now. Like I'm saying to you that you are incompetent. Well, here's the thing. This is what that means. If you are incompetent, it means that you don't have the skills, the training, the experience, or the capability to do something well, okay? Your inner critic is going to tell you that you can't be incompetent and therefore you better push yourself or force yourself to try to get good at these things that you just don't have the skills for. I'm going to tell you that is just a fear pattern and it is a waste of your time and talent to spend your time on things that you are, let's just call it it, call it what it is, you're incompetent at, okay? Keep in mind also, these are things that other people can absolutely 100% do better than you can. So the takeaway, let them do those stupid fucking things so that you can take them off your plate, okay? Now, the second zone, the zone of competence, okay? These are activities or tasks or things that you're actually good at. You can do these things as well as others, okay? Again, they are a waste of your time and your talent. But here's what your inner critic may be saying to you, you know? If you're good at something, it means it's something you should do. And I'm going to tell you this right now. Just because you can does not mean that you should. If others can do these things as well as you, let them. Again, get these things off your plate. Now, before we go on to zone three, what we are trying to do here is to get rid of anything that is a waste of your time. We are trying to buy you back time every single day to do things that do ask that you use your gifts and your talents, to engage in activities that light you up, my friend. That is our goal here. So let's go on to zone three. And this is where things start to get really interesting. The zone of excellence. These are tasks or activities that you in fact do do better than most or many people. You're excellent at these things. And you may have been very successful in your life doing these things. And by successful, this is what I mean. You might be making a whopping income doing these things. You might get a lot of attention and compliments and praise for doing these things. They Doing these things may make you feel as if you're needed or worthy or valuable. But wait for it. They are still a waste of your time and talent. And here's why. You don't feel lit up doing these things. Now, here's what's really tricky. All the time, 
I encounter people, whether they're clients or they're friends, who are extremely great at something. They're excellent at it, but it brings them no joy. They don't have passion for it. It's like going through the motions. It feels like checking the boxes. And I'm going to tell you, here's the thing, especially in this zone, the things that you are doing in this zone, they are draining and depleting the limited time, energy, and resources that you do have with which to invest in things that would allow you to use your inherent gifts, that would be a celebration and pursuit of your passionate talents, and would allow you to make that meaningful contribution to others that only you can make. Okay? So even in this zone of excellence, these are things that you must be willing to either do less of or to stop doing. This brings us finally to the fourth zone, the zone of genius. You, my friend, are a genius at something. You may not even know what that something or that many things, those many things I should say, are. But that is what you are meant to spend your time and invest your talent and energy in to doing. And here is the distinction with any of the activities or tasks or commitments in this zone. When you are engaged in doing them, you will feel lit up, you will feel alive, you will feel inspired, and you will feel deeply fulfilled. And if you will remember about fulfillment, and I think this explanation comes from Anthony Robbins, in order to feel genuinely fulfilled in your life, you must be making continuous progress, which means that you are growing and expanding and changing and challenging yourself to squirm. And you must be using your inherent gifts to make a meaningful contribution to others. In this zone, you will be able to accomplish that, okay? Something else I want to point out. I think sometimes when I say this activity will allow you to feel lit up and alive and inspired and fulfilled, that doesn't mean that the activity will be something in which you're always happy. It doesn't mean that it's something in which you will always feel as if it, it's easy, okay? That's not what we're talking about here. There are times when what lights you up, it might make you angry, but then you can use that anger to fuel making change in the world and doing things that really, really matter, right? For example, you've heard me say before that I used to get so pissed as a teacher when Every kid in the class was served this one-size-fits-all curriculum. And it didn't matter if a kid started, you know, seventh grade reading at the 12th grade level. As long as they were already reading at seventh grade level, they got the same work as everybody else. And that's crap. So you can hear in my voice, like, that made me mad. But I used that frustration and that sadness 
to actually take steps to do something on these kids' behalf so that hopefully things would change and they could feel challenged and they could experience working on challenging work instead of be give, being given more busy work, okay? So before we wrap up today, this part is really important. Go through all three of those first zones, incompetence, competence, and excellence, and make a list of the things that you are currently doing in each of those zones. What are you doing or forcing yourself to try to do that you suck at? Just make the decision. You are worth so much more than spending your time doing things that you completely stink at. Get those things off your plate and get them off your plate right away. Then take a look at the zone of competence. What are you good enough at that plenty of other people can also do? Get those things off your list as well. I'll warn you, going into the zone of excellence is going to be challenging, and here is why. This is the zone where people have gotten really used to you being really, really great at something and doing it. And when you start to make the change and saying, you know, I, I don't want to do this. It doesn't light me up. I want to make a change. You're going to hear things like, well, but you're very successful at this. You're really good at it. Like you can't not do something you're great at. You make a lot of money at this. Like you can't stop doing something you make a lot, a lot of money at. They get to have their opinions. They get to have their feelings. But if you are spending all your time in the zone of excellence, you are wasting, 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 wasting your limited time here. And you are not living a top shelf life. And then put your focus on the zone of genius. Start to get curious about your inherent gifts. If you don't know what your gifts are, my friend, do not waste any more time book a complimentary happy hour call with me and let's get this figured out. You are meant to utilize those gifts. You're meant to challenge yourself and to grow those gifts so that you can contribute to other people and live a beautifully blissful, impactful life. Don't waste any more time. As always, I am so deeply grateful that you've been here today. Have an intoxicating rest of your day, and I will be back next week with more. If you enjoyed today's episode and you feel inclined to tip the bartender, I would so appreciate if you could leave a quick review to make it easier for other listeners to find their seat at the bar. And while you're there, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. That way, every Wednesday, when I pour out a new episode, you will be one of the first to know. I'd like to offer you three steps that you can take right away. Follow the link in my show notes to take my intoxication inventory. Consider it your breathalyzer test for just how lit up, alive, inspired, and fulfilled you currently feel in your life. If you haven't done so already, I also invite you to imbibe on my new book, Intentional Intoxication, How to Deliberately Distill the Different Life You Desire. But... If you're inclined to find a shortcut like me, book a complimentary happy hour call, which will be your quick shot to immediate change. It is time to stop searching for something more and start 
distilling your unique version of a top shelf life. I'd be honored to support you as you do.